God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Chris Cody. God bless football, Greg Cody. I thought we were just going to chant the whole time this episode. We're not doing that again? (laughs) God bless football. Chris, we will do that after the next uh, United States victory. Um, Saturday. Because we all have them. This is the only podcast, soccer podcast in America, where all of us picked. No one else did. Uh, we all picked the United States to make it out of the group. And, Greg, they have made it out of the group. I mean, how about that? i tell you what. Um, I am not exaggerating. The last 10 minutes of extra time in the Iran match was the longest 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> I kept looking at the clock, just hoping it's the only time in my life I, I wish time had flown uh, quicker. It was uh, just uh, heart-rending to, to watch that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it exciting. Fun. You know, that to me, that was a perfect example of people who don't appreciate soccer assume that a one nothing game was boring. This was anything but boring, especially towards the end. Uh, it was anything but boring. Put us where you were, like the emotions, what was going on when Pulisic scored with his penis. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't feeling well that day, actually, which is why I didn't go Neither to the watch he. party with, the, with some of the show. Um, so I was, the, did you get hit in the dick, too? Oh. I did not. No, I, I was wearing a, a cup. But um, <laughs> no, I I was home alone. It, it was sort of a sad sight, actually. I, I'm glad my dog and cat can't speak about it. Oh, jumping um, Charlie. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm home alone wearing my U.S. jersey, cheering, standing and cheering the goal all by myself. Nobody's there. I'm still wearing my jersey. I'm still cheering. A little bit pathetic, maybe. But, uh, you know, it was fun. It sounds fun. Uh, it sounds yes. really sad. It sounds even sadder than you painted. Yeah. It it probably is a little bit sad. Um, <laughs> it, here, here's how far I went, and, and I would never admit this to anyone except you all in your uh, massive audience. I stood for the national anthem, which I, I don't normally do when I'm at home. I'll do it in a stadium or something, but right. when I'm at home, I generally don't stand for the national anthem. Mm. I sit on my couch. On What's the rule on that? If you're at a restaurant, do I have to, like, because I actually was shamed because I was kind of, like, looking in the other direction, and somebody at the watch party was like, Chris, it's the nat, like, take your hat. Like, someone pressured me into, like, standing and taking my hat off at a bar. Yeah. Like, I normally wouldn't works? do that at a bar, and I certainly have never before done it at home, but I, I just had the feeling that, if I don't display ultimate patriotism, it could hurt my national team. Wow. Yeah. Will you do it again on Saturday? Because I, I you're obligated now. It works. I will. Yeah. I will. Yes, yeah. I absolutely will. It, right. We're on a run. Well, are you a suspicious type, Greg? Because I feel like after that win, maybe you have to stay home with Jumping Charlie and your cat again. That's true. Ooh. Wearing a jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I hadn't considered that. He was already I'm, I'm, texting me about where are we going on Saturday. So where are we out. going on Saturday? We're going to Greg's house, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll warn Jumpin' Charlie uh, that he's going to have a crowd. Well, what are uh, you going to do? This is quite the conundrum, because I know you like to go enjoy it with fans. And I know. Pops, so what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hadn't considered that conundrum before. Uh, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm superstitious to a degree, but uh, I think I'd rather immerse myself in a in a pro-U.S. crowd and, wow. and really, you know, be a part of the atmosphere. I would hate to have to blame a U.S. loss on you, Greg. I would, too. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would hate way. to say Don't that it was it, your Greg. fault. Mm-hmm. But if you do go to a party and they happen to lose, it it's will true. be your fault. Mm-hmm. It is true. Uh, you know, but I have broad shoulders. I will shoulder the blame. I will take all of the heat off 
Pulisic uh, and wow. and and Burhalter, and I will accept uh, responsibility. By the way, I'd just like to add that Pulisic did comment on his injury and said, "quote I didn't get hit in the balls." Christian oh. said with a laugh, "I'm all right." It was very painful. That bone is there for a reason to protect you, and I hit it well. I was sore. So it seems like he either didn't get hit in the balls or he wants people to know his balls are fully functional if he did get hit in the balls. Wow, okay. Well, what I, bone is I didn't here. know it was his balls that was in question. I thought it was his penis. Well, yeah. Because, like, yeah. technically what he said could could be true when he got hit in the penis. In the penis bone, yeah. Uh, I am fat. Like, like Chris, what do you want your dad to do? Because Chris cares about this. He really does. Like, Chris likes soccer. He loves the World Cup. He cares about the United States team. What do you? But you're also <laughs> a superstitious fan. I know you are. What do you want dad to do here? Like, what should Greg do? Kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth because, as someone who takes credit for one of the 1997. Oh, no, no, 2003 World Series victories when Alex Gonzalez hit that home run because I left my seat. I was like, we got to change something up. Mm -hmm. I went up to the concourse, and then he hit a home run. So I've always taken credit for that. So that would speak to me being very superstitious about these things. But I also think they're in Qatar. How could they possibly know where my dad is? Why would it affect how they play? So there's part of me that says, Dad, just enjoy your Mm -hmm. life. Really, you're not that important. Wow. Okay. And the other part of you says stay home. You're, yeah, you're the other part, and then oh no, best believe though, best believe, right. if they lose and I'm with you at a bar, blame will be put on you. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's, just that's what you're the thing. With. Well, okay. well, can we have like, can we vote at the end of this uh, this episode as to what we all think Greg should do, and Greg has to do the thing that we oh, vote on? Oh, that's tough. Can we do mm, that? He's going oh somewhere. Gosh. I can just end this. The, you know the, it is. Yeah, he's okay. going somewhere. With you. I, I would hope that vote would go in my favor. Because I, I want, you know, it, once every four years this happens. And and not once Eight every years. four years. Yeah. And, and not once every four years you get the U.S. advancing and playing a, a knockout round. So it's uh, it, it's I'm so looking forward to Saturday, no matter where I am. By the way, we should remind crazy. people that Greg had the United States beating Iran and also had Pulisic scoring the goal. Like you mm-hmm. won people money, Greg. I bet that because of you. Yeah, I think I did say two nil, though. Um, yeah, I, ex- I expected Iran would be behind and then they would get so desperate that they would start, you know, pressing, which would be uh, subject to a counterattack by the U.S., but. You know, the U.S. had like, what, what, five legitimate goal scoring chances. They just couldn't get that second goal. The U.S. in two and a half of the, they've played six halves in their three games. Five of them, very impressive. Like, I, I think this team has shown us a defense, like, their defense, like, we're stingy defensively. It's not something I anticipated coming into this World Cup, but at least in three games, like, I, I, I'm expecting them to not give up more than one goal. Like, I, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, Chris. Because I mean, what do we know about the Netherlands? Are they any good? They they're one of the favorites. What do we? What do we? They're a middle. Like they're 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 a higher seed in the world rankings than the USA. But I don't believe them. I got to check the world rankings. I don't believe they're a top like six or seven. I think they're in the eight or nine range. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're not. They were the last time I uh, checked the FIFA men's world ranking. They were number nine, but that could have changed a bit. I would sixteen, I believe. So I I would call the Netherlands a second tier. Favorite, you know, they're they're not uh, Brazil or Argentina, but uh, they're they're 
you know, thought higher of than than the U.S. Frankly, well, Greg, have we all arrived at a point where we're not going to be surprised? Like what what Chris said is a good point. Like they played well against England. They beat Iran. They had to beat Iran. They're yeah. here. We are in the elimination stage. They're one of the sixteen best soccer teams in the world. We're not going to be surprised if they beat the. I expect them to beat the Netherlands by five goals. Uh, but we're not going to be surprised <laughs> if they do it, right? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, the Netherlands have a great history in world soccer um, in their in their distinctive orange uniforms. Uh, you know, they they have produced a lot of uh, great international players. They have a heritage in the sport. But the U.S., you know, we don't know what we have. We don't really know what we're seeing here in the U.S. team because they're so young. This is their first year on the global uh, World Cup stage. They have a, a, a new coach. So, you know, we're just beginning to find out how good they really are. And, man, Saturday is going to tell. If they win this game Saturday, it's going to be one of the biggest victories in in U.S. soccer history. The guy to to look out for in the Netherlands is Virgil van Dijk, and he's a center back. Like most guys you're fearful of are generally forwards, attacking players. VVD. This, Mm -hmm. This guy is great on, like, corners. He comes up and is, like, a great header of the ball. Like, I'm worried about set pieces if they get any free kicks in and they bring up their the Virgil van Dyke's of the world those that's where the U.S. could get vulnerable the guy Lebetard show that we had on Zimmerman he's great he's like our number one defender of those type of plays so that guy is actually going to be very important in this game to keep Virgil van Dyke from getting a header we got to be really good defending set pieces I have a bone to pick with that interview it was very pro-American pro we believe in this team pro hey you can do this when not the same things were being said when he was not on the show. That's exactly yeah. right. Is, I mean, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Mike Ryan didn't have America coming out of the uh, out of their group stage here. I mean, he yeah. believes them so much. That's I mean, such they a great cl- point. Billy. I mean, Witty and Mike were rooting for them to get out, but they, they both, were not. They, they both didn't pick them though. They didn't pick them right. though. And Chris, I'll remind you that Dan was wearing Iranian colors the he day was. of the game. Yeah. That's he true. What? Yeah. yeah. Green. Yeah. Oh my God. And, uh, it can't be denied. And then all of a sudden, Zimmerman comes on, and they're, you know. Yeah, a bunch of Uncle Sam's in the room, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys had the question of the the interview, though. How's Pulisic's penis? penis? Yeah. (laughs) The ability for you to ask a dry question that's ridiculous is just chef's kiss, my friend. No one in the industry is better at asking that type of question with just, like, (laughs) <laughs> it's, a, it's the question on everyone's mind to be honest with it. you i'll yeah. take it and listen just peel back the curtain chris told me to ask him that i did, so, I mean, I did. oh excellent okay <laughs> his penis is doing just fine i'm told yeah. by the way good well, that's good to hear yeah, yeah. it really is america's yes, cock is. wait so are you <laughs> wait a minute what did my son just say nothing it's better not to okay <laughs> All right. I thought I heard. Well, something, we can't say that. Be. We have to say penis. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. But, but like, what? Are, what are the Netherlands known for? Is it offense, defense? Like, what? Uh, and should we take this Van Dyke guy to score a goal? And maybe you know. So that means the U.S. will win six to one. The Netherlands back in the day, like back in the seventies, the days of Johan Cruyff. Um, I think they uh, they used. Johan. I think yeah, they used asking, to be known I for. I think we're wondering about this decade, though. No, yeah, let's, no, no, let's, no I'm good. take us I'm back. Good. Take yeah, us back, I'm Jack. Good. Please yeah. take us good back. Good old Johan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, and and, uh, and 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 of course, Jan van Beveren, the great uh, goalkeeper, uh, yes. as well. Um, I Howdy think boy. They to, didn't they in the, didn't they develop the the whole idea of total football? Yeah, total football. The the idea that yeah, you you move up and back as, as ten. And you cover the whole field that way. I think they back in the day. I think they developed uh, a style of play that uh, that swept 
the world mm-hmm. called total football. Really? Uh, I'm going to Google the phrase total football when we're done with this podcast. And I yeah. may be a hundred percent wrong, but right. I think I'm right. I think okay. you're right. So in the seventies, they were the dominant team. Is that what you're saying? No, they weren't dominant, but, uh, but they were as sort of as they are now, they've all been really good. Like Netherlands has never been a down nation in terms they're, they're always in the world cup mix. They're, they're almost always advancing. Uh, I have no stats in front of me to back that up, but my yeah. impression is that every four years, <laughs> Uh, the, the former Holland is mm-hmm. right in the mix. In my dad's defense, when you type in total F.O., the rest of the, the, the Google fills out football Netherlands, total football Netherlands. There you go. That's all I have is in terms of defense, but it's got to be something. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Holland, Greg? I mean, I miss Holland. It's <laughs> a good question. The wooden <laughs> shoes, the tulips. Mm. Bring back Holland. Why do they call it the Netherlands? I don't know. And why do they always have to use the word the? Nobody right. ever says Netherlands. It's always the Netherlands. Right. How about yeah, just bring Netherlands? Back Holland. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. But Holland is should... uh, Holland's a region in Netherlands. Really? I always thought Holland was the country. Like I like it used to be. Hmm. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? Oh, here we Didn't go. The, Don't the, say things unless you know them. No, the Who are the Dutch? Used to be called Colin. No, Holland. in Greg's defense, like if you were to go on vacation to, you would say I'm going to Holland, not the Netherlands. Like I'm right. like, you would wow. go to Holland, Amsterdam, you'd smoke weed because it's legal there. Sure. I mean, they're, they're, you know, whatever. I don't want to get into what's there because it's, uh, it's bad. <laughs> uh, oh. There's a lot of debauchery there. Uh, a lot of debauchery. Yeah, but why are red, they not called the red Holland? Red Light District. Yeah, yeah Red the, Light District. Oh, the Red Light District. Holland is a geographical region and former province of the western coast of the Netherlands. Hmm. Okay, but yes or no, the country itself used to be called Holland hmm. before it was called the Netherlands. Why are you asking questions we don't know the answer to? No, because I just, I, I, the I Netherlands, informally known as Holland, is a country located in northwestern Europe with overseas territories in the Caribbean. There you go. All right, so just informally, though, Greg. Yeah. Well, this is an informal podcast, so. That's right. That's why I say, let's go states. It's informal. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go USA. You can go, let's go states. Yep. Uh, Chris, I think your dad would kind of be into the tiebreaker discussion we were having. Do you remember, uh, what, what was the game you guys were talking about where it went to like a oh, fifth tiebreaker? Mexico. Yeah. Mexico and Poland right. ended up, after the three games, being tied in the points they generated in the tournament goals scored their goal differential their matchup tied so it went to like a fifth or sixth tiebreaker which was essentially it's called the fair play Mm. rule and it's just yellow cards and red cards so it's just we have to come up with something better in the in that case that you know mexico got screwed i found myself feeling bad for us's biggest rival don't you Yeah, I'm with Billy. Uh, Greg, you understand, like, you get to the fifth or sixth tiebreaker, which I'm sure when they put this rule in, they never imagine they get to a fifth or sixth tiebreaker. Right. <laughs> but it's just yeah. the amount of yellow cards and red cards. It's crazy. And you'd think there would be a, a better tiebreaker than that, right? Well, they I have, mean... like, well, in their defense, they had five of them in place, and they just tied all of them. So it's like they can't imagine it's ever going to get down to that. But then when it does, like I think Mike was saying there, Witty was saying that like there, there was something where they could do a shootout before the game right. to say like, all right, if they're, if it gets down to this, this shootout will determine it. Oh, like wow. a pre-game shootout. Hmm. I, I like this tiebreaker. Each goalie gets to take a PK yep. against any of the other field players they want to shoot on. Yeah, like they, choose. they choose. They choose. Oh, that's right. great. Mm-hmm. What, about, like that? what about this? No goalie. 
and you put it down at the opposite end penalty kick spot. So I let's say I'm that, in one Chris. end, I put the ball down where the penalty kick is, and I have to kick it the full length, of the, and everyone on the team goes, and the most teams that make it in. Or is everybody like that. making that? I don't know. Or you just get one shot each, and, and that makes you change like your roster construction because you have a guy who specializes in just that just in case they get to the fifth or sixth tiebreaker. In yeah. Seems like a waste of a roster. I like spot. like a skills competition. Like you put a trash can at some point a uh, bus. somewhere on, on. You put a bus or a trash can, <laughs> and it's like kick this ball. First person to kick this ball through that little window on the bus mm-hmm. gets through. Yeah, Park or the bandwagon. Uh, either one. <laughs> right. You head the ball into a trash can from mm-hmm. thirty yards. You know, uh, Greg. I, I ask this seriously because I've heard this my entire life. Like stuff like what happened. I'm getting out of the group, and now. Uh, advancing to the Sweet 16 here, uh, that it will help soccer. Kids will want to play soccer. Little boys, instead of going to play football or tennis or baseball or lacrosse, they'll now want to play soccer because they're seeing these guys on TV. Do you believe that this is having that kind of impact on the future of U.S. soccer? Well, you know, I've been hearing it since uh, the late 1970s when the North American Soccer League enjoyed a a flare of popularity and a a commissioner at the time named Phil Woosnam said the exact same thing about we got to grow the youth sport and grow it from the ground up. But it soccer has arrived now. You know, I I think as a nation, we should stop saying when will soccer get here? It's here. Um, Major League Soccer's attendance is is up every year. It's the the league is healthier than ever. You know, you're you're talking now about Lionel Messi maybe joining Inter Miami at some point. Um, soccer is here. Youth soccer is bigger than it's ever been and only growing at the expense, by the way, of Little League Baseball and, yeah. and youth football. And, and so soccer is here. And, and when you have the youngest U.S. men's national team ever uh, doing what it's done uh, and playing to get into the final eight, uh, I, I think we have to stop pretending like it, when is soccer going to get here? No, it's here. Yeah, uh, Billy, I was thinking about this with Messi, since we are the world power now in soccer. Uh, yeah. Messi should have to pay us to play here. What do you think? It's not a bad idea, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> and where does that money go to? Maybe, Maybe it's like a tax. So yeah, right. go to public schools or whatever. You get with that? Messi having to pay the uh, the United States of America just to play? I mean, we are the world power. I mean, <laughs> I like it. Checks mm-hmm. out to me. Hmm. <laughs> you just want it for the price of your season tickets. That's all you care about. Yeah. Greg, quick, <laughs> quick, up, <laughs> quick update, Greg. The Netherlands is informally referred to as Holland in various languages, including Dutch and English. In other language, Holland is the formal name of the Netherlands. So I still don't okay. know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure either. And and you know, we all remember the 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 Beach Boys album from the late 70s called yeah. Holland. We got my all-time favorite yeah. album. Tom Holland. Yeah. There you go. Another one. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a the Marlins had a player named Hollandsworth. Mm-hmm. And they had Rick Vandenhoek, the Holland Hammer. All right. I like it. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got of Holland references. That's it. <laughs> Hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise sauce. I like it. There you go. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. keep them coming. I think you ended it at Hollandsworth, though. <laughs> I mean, I've forgotten about hollandaise sauce. I, I don't even know what it consists of or what it looks like. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. For me, it is simple. What I want out of my light beer 
is ice cold and great taste, and that's exactly what I get from the original light beer, Miller Light. Miller Light keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most, a light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Whatever happened to green goddess dressing? You never hear about that anymore. What is it? I've never heard of it, it ever. Used gr- it used to be a green dressing that uh, was fancy in restaurants, but you never ever use it at home. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Happened to... Yeah, type that in. Do you know what a fountain of fucking content your dad is, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> None of it relative to what we're talking about, but you know, you go from Hollandaise to Green Goddess, it seems like a natural. Yeah. yeah. Sounds delightful. Yeah. Green Goddess dressing contains mayonnaise, sour cream, chives, anchovy tarragon lemon juice and pepper outside the anchovies it sounds good yeah no that's good i may make some homemade green goddess wow maybe you'll make it we'll come over saturday watch the game i mean Mm -hmm. you make us some of that what do you think that yeah dad did i hear an invite for all of us to come over on saturday is that what i hear have a little green goddess uh dip yeah we'll stand for the anthem together i mean what do you think (laughs) i like it well listen I, i you know i'm running the risk here of looking ahead but chris who would be the most likely team to lose to us in the finals when we get there that's a great question <laughs> thank you <laughs> well ha- almost half of the bracket is still to be figured out um, tbd but we were almost in a situation where we had because australia now made it through and they're a team that's lower than us in the rankings and they're in the game like if we beat netherlands the next game is against australia and for a second there with no. the poland what they'd have to beat argentina no i know that's what i was getting to i was saying poland was almost in that argentina spot like mm. with all those tiebreakers oh, and then there was okay. a late goal so it we were all, australia poland and which would like both those teams are ranked low it's like we were almost in a situation yesterday where poland and and australia were going to be that next game so if we did get through netherlands the next game could be actually easier but it's going to be argentina it's going to yeah. be messy after the netherlands they're beatable Argentina's beatable. We've seen it in this tournament alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here here's the advantage. And and I, I hate looking ahead. No, no offense, Holland. Mm. But um if it ends up being US versus Argentina in the next round, one hundred percent of the pressure is on Argentina. Yeah. The mm-hmm. entire world thinks Argentina's gonna win. It's right. potentially Messi's last game in a Except World for Cup. Us. Right. And the narrative in this country is gonna be what a great World Cup for the u.s just getting this far yes so i already oh, think greg i think we're already there with the united states I not all of us i think i think the u.s right where they're at right now is kind of where, where people had be. their expectations so yeah. it's like if they lose this game it's like you made it through not a disappointment Mm-mm. but not great yeah if they win this game you're right we are in the you know like it's when all, you say everyone you mean everyone but mike ryan and whittingham right right Yes, right. right. Yeah. Have them coming out of the group. I mean, yeah. oh, if, if if we beat the Netherlands, we're we're playing when? with house money. It, it's, but, it's yeah, it's a house money game. But Greg, what an opportunity for it, seriously here. What a what an opportunity for the U.S. men's soccer team if they can beat the Netherlands, right, and then beat or just even compete with Argentina. Holy shit! What an opportunity, man. 
Oh, entirely. I mean, I felt the same way when when we were uh, drawing England. You know, when when yeah. we were going nose to nose and foot to foot with England, a, a real power. Uh, I, I'm thinking to myself, wow, U.S. soccer can play with anybody in the world right now. You know, I mean, if if the U.S. played Brazil, the the World Cup favorite, um, I I would not think it's going to be a blowout loss. I would think if we lose, it's going to be by a goal. Now, Dad, I think we talked about this off air a little bit. I I just want like the law of averages is as as stingy as the U.S. has been defensively. They're just kind of due to give up some goals. Mm, so I, they're due I, to score some too, the, though. That's what I mean. But that's what me and my dad were saying is like the U.S. offense needs to like break through because like against England, against Iran, we had way more chances, but we only got we didn't get a goal against England. We only got one against Iran. So the, right. the U.S. has to have a game where we convert on more than just one chance. Like we're not going to win out in this tournament one nil. Like yeah. teams are teams are getting better, so they're going to score. You got to be able to score. Like the U.S. is due kind of to score to Billy's point because they've had so many games. So it's just like I, I love that we're stingy defensively, but I just think it's going to take two goals to win against Netherlands. Like, so let's I, I, go around. What are we thinking? A high scoring affair here? I'm thinking that the Netherlands definitely get a goal. So I'm hoping for 1-1 and then maybe we do the shoot, the PK thing oh, no. or we get that second goal and we do what I'm talking about and we bust through and we win 2-1. I'm going to go 2-1. You know what, Billy? You're right. None of this pessimist PK stuff. I'm going U.S. 2-1. Wow. For me, uh, my prediction will depend on whether or not Greg is going to stand for the national anthem. That's great. I mean, and where he'll yeah, be. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I will be. I, whether I'm home alone or in a crowded bar, I will stand for the national anthem. Well, but if you're in a crowded bar, you're kind of jinxing the team. Hmm. Oh, I, I kind of felt that way about going to the watch party for the third match. I was like, I wasn't there for the first two and then I went there and they won. So, you know, it's weird the way life works. Yeah, well, you're going to go exactly. to then you're going to have to go to the same place for this one. I, I, I thought about it, but it's I'm not. Oh, <laughs> well, hold on a second. <laughs> now we can't just blame Greg if things are different. Where are you? Where right. would you watch the Iran game, Billy? Well, I was at a funeral, so I was in a cemetery. Well, so. looks oh, like wow. you're going to have to go back to that cemetery. OK, <laughs> not a lot of, not a lot of cheering. Another uh, funeral. For that. <laughs> No. Should he ask the family to recreate the entire funeral again? See if any other family members are willing to die for this. <laughs> and dying for the not cause. even willing to drive an hour. I also, mean. sorry about that. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Sorry for your loss, but not I'm for the U.S. loss. I'm do exactly what I did. What do you, what, where'd you, uh, Stugatz, you've right probably been. Right where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Greg decides to have a party with that green sauce. I mean, I You never know, the green goddess. Yeah. Man, now that I, I think about it, when I was alone in my house standing for the national anthem, the dog was looking at me funny like what are you doing dad why are you standing i did how did we get to green goddess sauce like you could have given me a thousand guesses on where we'd end up and me looking up the red well you said hollandaise Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and those are both hollandsworth the hollandaise yeah yeah Yeah. and hollandaise and green goddess are in that that really selective category of what i would call old school um, dressings that were probably more popular at, at fancy steakhouses in the 60s and 70s than they are now. The heyday of Hollandaise and Green Goddess is well past, in my opinion. Okay, Greg, after we get uh, through uh, the Netherlands here and we, we uh, record on Saturday, would you mind giving us your top five dressings of all time? I would yeah. like that. Like uh, right I now? I'll do that on Saturday. I'm just... Oh, yeah, off the top of my head, or you want me to work that up? Uh, I want you to take your time, think about it, and give us your top five dressings of all time the next time we uh, we, we reconvene for this. I absolutely mm. will. I, I look okay, forward great. to it. 
All right, so Christopher has the United States. What was the score, Chris? 2-1. Hmm. 2-1 USA. Mikey A has sent us his pick, right, Billy? I think he sent it somewhere. Yeah, five one. He has 5-1 USA. Wow. Okay, 5-1 to one okay. USA. Uh, Greg, where are you going here? I'm going to go U.S. 3-2. to two. Um, uh, I, I think uh, the Americans are due to cash some of these great chances they've been creating, and I also think that Netherlands, the opposite of Iran, Netherlands is going to be an attacking team that is not looking for any scoreless draw, that's for sure. Okay, so it feels like, just based on what you guys are saying, we should probably also take as a prop, I don't know if it's called a prop bet in soccer, but both teams to score, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and the over, I would think the over-under on this match is going to be higher than most. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if the over-under is is three and a half goals. But I'm just going with law of averages. I mean, if this team can stay stingy, it could be a one like they could win one nil. I mean, they they shut out England. England yeah. is a better offensive team than Netherlands. Netherlands right. is just kind of like a good club, but they're not like flashy and like going to score a ton of goals. So it's just right. I'm more just going like law of averages because the U.S. has just been so great defensively. They're just bound to give up something. Well, right? I'm I'm going with the do theory both ways. They're due to give up a goal and they're due to score more than one goal. So you yeah, know. I uh, agree. Billy, yeah, Billy, where are you going here? I'm thinking 8-6 U.S. <laughs> wow. It's going to be an offensive outburst. Well, yeah. well, it would be the greatest soccer game in the history it of the really sport. Would. Or the worst. <laughs> yeah. Like, just terrible defensively. Right. Well, no goalkeepers allowed in that game. I don't know eight, how I'm going to feel about going into the Argentina game knowing we gave up six to Holland. Well, they scored eight. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right, offensive juggernaut. Who uh-huh. cares? Eight six. Yeah, <laughs> that would strike the fear of God into every other team, would it not? I mean, they scored oh. eight goals. Holy shit! All right, I'm going to take uh, the United States. I have both teams scoring, and I'll take the U.S. to win six to one. Six wow. to one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I with Pulisic having three goals. Okay, you had uh, his penis. There what? was such a lane for you to just go nice and easy, three to one, you know? Like, no, I was taken uh, already. Uh, yeah. it was, uh, three to one was taken, and Billy took eight to six. So. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the right. thing, you know? No one took three to one. <laughs> no one did take three to one? Oh, well. Well, I'm going six to one. All right. Okay? You know They're on a roll. I it mean, could happen. Confident. Yeah. It could, especially with a hat trick by Pulisic. I mean, they yeah. could easily score six. I also have this Virgil Van Dyke scoring the uh, the lone goal for Holland. VVD, yeah, yeah, VVD. Wonder what his odds are. That would be not not terrible. Not it's terrible. not right. Yeah. Uh, who's the most likely to score for the U.S.? Just so we can, uh, is it is it? Well, we don't know if Pulisic's playing yet. So he is. I mean, every. I mean, it would be weird if he didn't at this point. Every, yeah, he said he was playing. He, he says he, he's playing. His teammates yeah. are all saying he's playing. Like you don't usually get that sort of definitive answer unless. But I think the right. odds probably are low on him, Chris. Is there a guy for the United States who is a traditional goal scorer that hasn't scored yet because he's probably due and probably you get him a good value? You know. Um, Wea. Okay, he had that first goal against Wales, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just looking at their... Who were those forwards you told me last game? Sargent ended up playing. So Sargent played the first and the third game. Right. Um, Haji Wright played the second game. I I assume they'll go with Sargent again. Okay. I'm going to take Sargent to score. Sargent, United States of America, seems like a lock to score. Yeah. Witty was telling me that that the the offense, the the U.S.'s offensive system system is just terrible for strikers to score. But he doesn't know shit. He had the U.S. losing in the... Yeah, I'm just saying, right. I think I might go with the wingers, like the Pulisic's and the the Wea, as opposed to the 
the guy they have up top. But mm. hey, the odds are probably Sergeant. Decent on Sergeant. I like Sergeant. Sergeant. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking Sergeant to score a goal. I'm yeah. taking uh, both teams to score a goal. I'm taking Van Dyke to score a goal yeah. and the United States six to one. That's yeah. uh, okay. that's you uh, should Greg bet that exact. Three. You guys should bet your exact scores because those will pay a lot. Oh, oh no, yeah, no, I am. I'm going to bet Billy score too of eight to six. I don't even think that. <laughs> I've never seen that type of score available to be bet. No. <laughs> and both, six... teams will, both teams will have scored more than the Jets scored against the Patriots. That's <laughs> yeah, and and six to one, you probably can't even get unless it's you know Brazil playing Bahamas or something. Mm. Right, right. Does Bahamas have a team? Not that I'm aware of. Oh. <laughs> I don't right, think they uh, do. Chris, are you uh, are you looking, looking up the up, odds yeah. on a on a six to like, one game? The, the odds on like they're not even available. Like four to one. Like actually, did anyone say four to one USA? Because that's I'll available. say it if I have to. That <laughs> pays ten thousand a hundred to one. I'm okay. Taking it. Four I'm to one U.S. It. pays a hundred to one. I, I revise. I revise my score. It's four to one United States of America <laughs> only because I can't get a bet on six to one. Okay. So you got Pulisic is plus eleven hundred on DraftKings to be the first scorer. The first scorer of the game. Yeah. All right, I'll take that as well. Four nil USA is also plus like plus a ten thousand. So that's. Mm. But I got both teams scoring. I got this right. Van Dyke guy scoring a goal. So what about Shaq Moore? Does he not play? Shaq Moore. I, I heard his name called. How about Rainier? Shaq Moore's like, plus 10,000 to be the first one to score. I don't think he's. I, I got to check, but I don't believe he starts. Reina, I wouldn't mm. do Rainier to come to score first because he's been. If he comes in, he comes in as a sub. Yeah, so. he comes off the bench. Mm. Uh, who's the. I, I mix up some of the names. Who's the redhead? Oh. Weston McKinney? No. Is that McKinney? Or Tyler Adams, the captain? No, not McKinney's, Tyler Adams. McKinney's oh. the one with the, 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 the red, white, and blue hair, I believe. No, I'm talking about a guy. Alexi who... Lawless. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> right. And by the way, player. the great thing about yeah, that it's... victory is we never have to talk about the fucking Landon Donovan goal again. I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's move on. You got to move on. the guy on. with the red hair? Who is McKinney, I'm telling you. It's McKinney. It could be McKinney. Hmm. It is. He didn't play well. He was like one of the few guys that didn't play well last game, I thought. Yeah. He's due. He's due. Yeah, oh, don't wow. sleep on McKinney. Are you uh, like a goal? Is that what you're saying? Um, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I think he's due. What's he's, Tyler uh, Adams to get a goal? I feel like Captain America. He's he's, yeah. he's just. I know Pulisic's Captain America, but right, I'm yeah. right. Saying, I'm taking Pulisic to score the first goal. I like that plus eleven. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I mean, big players, they, you know, they rise to the challenge in the biggest of games. And mm-hmm. so uh, he's, he's their best player. Yes, uh, he is. He's so good that even if he's not 100%, you have to play him because he's going to draw attention. He's going to open up the field oh, for I others. like that. Are you saying that Christian Decoy. at 50% is better than anyone else at 100%? I'm, I'm, I'm on this team, I think even if he's not 100%, you have to play him. Greg, l- listen to this. So we were talking the other day on the main show, and Witty said that the six, I believe he said the six best reserve on England's team is better than any American soccer player. Blasphemy. The sixth best reserve, I believe, yeah. would be maybe our the best sixth player. best player. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so in other words, in in other words, England had like the the twenty best players on the team on the uh, field in the game that was zero zero. Unless yeah. I would misunderstood. Be, which wouldn't is, it yeah, be seventeen? Because eleven we plus six. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Don't brain beat me. You get mm-hmm. my point. No, I disagree. I disagree with Witty. Uh, Pulisic played for Chelsea. 
you know, a, a major Premier League team. I Dad, mean, how many England players can you name? Oh, good question. How many England players from England? Kane. Just, Boom. Yep, there you go. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I feel like Witty's a little bit more equipped to give this well, opinion. Again, he uh, thought that the know. U.S. wasn't going to advance. I'm, I'm not going to put... person who said Pulisic goal in the United States beats Iran, and it wasn't Chris Whittingham. Boom. Correct. Boom, boom. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, England let me, let is me... deeper, though. England is much deeper well, than the U.S. Score there's goal. no Listen, doubt about that. But they're also the team that couldn't beat the U.S. That's right. Do you think Whittingham knows that Holland dominated the 70s and Uruguay won the first two World Cups? Mm-hmm. I mean, Hell no. <laughs> Damn right he didn't. Let's God bless you. Right? Oh, okay. oh <laughs> We really coordinated that one well. <laughs> God bless. Let's go. God bless. Let's go. All right, Greg, uh, get the green sauce ready, and uh, we'll see you at the house on Saturday for the National Anthem. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll see you at 6 a.m. for the pregame. <laughs> Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. For me, it is simple. What I want out of my light beer is ice cold and great taste, and that's exactly what I get from the original light beer, Miller Lite. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most, a light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.